Hey guys and welcome back to the Faith and Filtered Podcast. Jeez. How are you guys doing? Alright, I'm alright. Good. How's the week's been? <laughs> yeah, Good. decent, decent. Mm, nice, nice, nice. Decent, yeah. But yeah um today we've got uh, we got a good topic have we now um we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about the future of the church Oof. Mm. oh yeah and by the way of... yeah oh, i'm the oh, host Pratham, today and we have today <laughs> with us uh i'm, I'm kevin <laughs> and alan jeez yeah i was just about to say i was i was about to say this is a very important topic you know yeah yeah Wanna dive right in? Yeah, let's go. Yeah? Cool. So first the first question is what challenges and opportunities does the church face in this modern world? Mmm. There's lows actually, if you think about it. Yeah man. Mm. I would say main challenge would be like you know, all the people that are against the teaching teachings of the Bible. You know, mm. you know, a lot of people say that they're old teachings and they shouldn't be carried on into like the modern era, modern stage. But yeah, I would say like the main challenge would be that because a lot of people are against what the Bible says. I mean, the Bible speaks the truth, you know, and people don't want to hear the truth. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you guys? I think I think one of the most like challenging things we face as christians is basically i think we don't fight back <laughs> yeah i yeah. think with like every every other religion it's like it's like if someone says anything bad there's a rampage yeah like retaliation but then with us we're called to tr- we're called to truly like love them no matter what they do to not go off go off you know murdering people or doing whatever because of, for the sake of religion and and I feel because of that, it's like Christianity is slowly becoming so normal where it becomes okay to, I guess, violate it. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's coming up on... And, and too, it's not, it's not like that we didn't expect this. The Bible literally says in the end times, there'll be a massive rebellion against God. People will fall away from God. And how people will hate, hate Jesus. People will hate, the, like, Christianity as a whole. You yeah. see Islam being the fastest growing religion currently currently and will take over christianity very soon as well mm. and i feel one of the reasons people give for that is because christians don't fight back or something like that yeah but the thing ca- is people yeah, yeah sorry yeah, go ahead yeah i was gonna say that, like quick thing just like they think that christianity is like weak in that sense yeah yeah just because we don't say anything like that makes us weak apparently yeah 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 mm. Uh, I'm just gonna add on to what both of you basically just said right now. Is that, is that we don't fight back. We don't show this like anger and hatred and all this like toxic thing against like a single word that might be said against the other religions. Mm. That's like they don't like that and they go again on like a rampage. All of this and that. But as Christians, you know, we are told we are like called to do these things. But in like a different manner, we are, you know, we can't force this on someone, you know, mm-hmm. we can tell that to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we approach this, you know, the fruit of the spirits, you know, we, the way you approach someone, um, you know, things like patience and love, you know, you got to love them, like regardless of like what they might do to you, 
Yeah. And the way you speak as well, because that's mm. very important, right? It's yeah. like the way you put yourself out there, because that's that's very important as well. It's like yeah. the, it's like, imagine how Christ would have dealt with that situation. You know, you got to think that how can I do that? Yeah. You know, a lot of people back in the day done like loads of stuff to him. You know, they spat on him and whatnot. You know, can't even imagine. You know. You know what would happen if someone did that to us today? You know how would we re- react yeah. to that? Exactly. Like, yeah. Crazy. Pa- that takes like crazy patience. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that. Yeah, it challenge. The challenge is like it's difficult, right? Like, cause anyone can just come up to you and like, I don't know, cuss at you or do something even physically for just you know preaching the word of God to them. Um, you know, we see it all over social media nowadays. Like, it's everywhere. Hundred percent. Like you open, like you, you start scrolling, and like soon as you hit one of those pages, boom! Like it's there. Like someone, some um evangelist is getting like dragged off by this thing and getting, you know, swear at and whatnot. But mm. yeah, yeah. And it's I feel like I feel like it's gone to a point where like churches are kind of allowing it, allowing these things that are sinful uh in their church do you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say yeah I, I i feel like they are basically just being like okay if we can't like fight against it we will just basically make sure that it's in our church so we just we're gonna be a part of the world instead of being actually part of christ you know yeah right, we're called to be set apart not exactly exactly we're we're made to be different like you said, brother, and I got that was a nice point of like, you know, how would Jesus react to it? And I, I feel like that's how we still need to react in like no matter what situation comes in front of us, you know. We're not gonna just because someone like that's talks right. crap about our religion and who we are yeah. doesn't mean we have to go ahead and kill them, you know. But other yeah, <laughs> but other yeah. religions actually practice that. Oh, you see it all of the news, you know, other religions actually practice yeah. that, you know. I've heard people say that oh blah 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 someone said this about this one uh this religion and then you got another person saying that don't worry like there's people coming to hunt you down like like that's not what religion yeah Yeah, that's crazy that's not what religion (laughs) is meant to be religion isn't uh it's not a uh how would you say like a gang you know it's not like a um you know like a squad to like eliminate anything that yeah it's it's not like that's basically dictatorship. To be honest, yeah, it's like to be honest, even the yeah. Yeah, even the word religion, I don't like. Yeah, don't, yeah, nah, yeah I don't like weird. it. Either. I'm I'm on your page. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't like it because it's like religion is what man can do for God. Yeah, but what we have is what God can do for us. Yeah, yeah, right. No, nah, no, nah, just what Alan just said. It's like you know, the word religion is like man doing for God. It's like it's like do good, get good, all that. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. not because yesterday was I was like reading a. Like, um, you know, I came across the verse. Everyone knows this. You know, um, seek the kingdom, right? Everything be added. I was um, I was like looking more into that, and it's like everything will be added onto you. It's it's um, I think some people get this out of context. It's like, oh, you do everything good for God, and He'll do good, and He would do like good for you, but it, it doesn't really work like that. God's already no, no. He's someone that's like already is giving to you. You know, it's your job to like do the calling that you, that he's told you to do. But the things he he guides you with things, right? But it's not like you do good 
and you get good back. It's not like a yeah. put in and get something out. Yeah, you're not trying to like weigh your good deeds. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't to like that. meet the like match the criteria to get yeah, into heaven. Basically, yeah. there's no criteria to get into heaven. You have to be saved. Yeah, that is like the his only. His grace like, is upon you. That's the reason why you're saved. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's Don't, not because of your good yeah. deeds you've got saved and stuff like that. Mm. Don't get us wrong mm. though. Like when when you follow, you're gonna be blessed. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But don't course, go into it with the intention of receiving. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like a lot of people um might only address God because they need something, but it shouldn't be like that. It should be you addressing God because you want Him. You know. And that's the only way a relationship like you like imagine like you you have a wife you're not only addressing her just to like gain something out of her you're addressing her because you love her you want her she's your wife you know yeah and it should be the same type of relationship with like God as well like you're addressing God because you want Him you're seeking Him. Not because he can give you this and he can give you that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember you guys saying. I just wanted to add beforehand, like you guys were talking about how we need, how like we deal with these situations, with like tough situations, like or challenges we face. Right? It's just like the way we approach people. I feel love is the most important thing for it. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible says, the definition of love is like love is patient, kind. Love does not envy nor boast, arrogant or rude. And it does not insist in its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Like, that's the way we should approach people, with love. And the thing is, if you don't do it in that way, no matter what you're doing, you could be speaking in tongues, you could be prophesying. If there's no love, the Bible says you'll be sound like clanging bells. Yeah. No help, Yay. no nothing. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is literally Bible. This is That's exactly what the Bible says, like, if you're gonna prophesy, but you're gonna do it without love, then don't do it at all. Basically, mm, yeah. If you're if you're gonna do things for God, but then if you're not gonna have love in it, then there's no point in you doing it. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those were really good points. Um. Like, like that. That's a good discussion on that question. But yeah, let's move on. So um, the next question is, what is the role of leadership in shaping the future of our church? Slash, mm. how can the leaders address the changing needs and the spiritual hunger for the younger generation? Mm, 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 mm. Basically, guidance in it. In a, in in like yeah yeah yeah. What do you guys think? I think the role of leadership it shouldn't be looked at as a place to look. Like, you shouldn't be looking at it in terms of like, oh, I'm the leader, you know? Like, you guys follow me in that sense, you know? It should be solely focused on how can I make a better church? How can I make people understand God better? And, you know, I feel like a lot of people, especially in like, you know, those major big churches, they focus a lot on like themselves rather than like God. Like there's like loads of promotional stuff and this and that and like advertisement and whatnot. 
yeah when it comes to when it comes to like leadership mm. uh so i feel like it should it shouldn't be taken as a um as a place where you are trying to boast about but a place where you've been put by god so that you can help the church grow more you know yeah, yeah. um i think the first step of leadership is you're not the leader like yeah if you're you if you're called to lead God's people and you're trying to do it on your own you've already made the wrong step it's like you you got to be fully submit to the holy spirit because that's the thing you can't do it you can't do it alone you need God's guidance you need and that's why the holy spirit has been given to us and and i feel like especially as a leader as in this generation it's really easy to start diverting to start like skipping over parts of the bible so more people can come in the church or oh 100% or like you know trying to like okay conform to like mm. patterns of this world you can say it's like mm. but the thing is that's the point where you have to always be there to take a stand and say you know what the bible says no matter what happens you can't change that that's the truth yeah and you can't yeah. stop preaching the truth just because you want more people to come in people will come in but let but and people will go out but you got to stick with the truth mm 100% and i saw that i saw this like one of like one of the most amazing testimonies like there was a person who was homosexual right and he came to this church and he, and after the after the service he said i don't agree with anything that you've said today but i've never been more loved in a church yeah Yeah. And and the thing is uh, the pastor just said that uh, as a leader said uh, he said you can keep coming back you know we're always here for you and day by mm. day he kept coming and then he gave his life to Christ he left homosexuality and and that's the thing I feel is so important that we don't change our position with the truth yeah. let God do his yeah. work you keep going you don't need to yeah. worry about attracting people Mm. just focus on the calling god's given to you and he'll do he'll do the work mm. yeah yeah and alan alan basically summarized the whole thing that's pretty good i think <laughs> but um no nah, no nah, what you mentioned here is so important like um i'm going to go in the uh, context of like a leader right when you when you're trying to lead someone you are basically you're someone that's um it, your center of stage but you're not because you're doing it for god so like forget when you're up there yeah. you forget that you even you know you you know you're, you're not there to like present a show or anything like that but you are in front of people you're the leader right you whether you're preaching um leading worship or just being at the front and just talking in general you know about the word of god yeah people see you yeah and um you know like you even said that a lot of leaders they kind of focus not on the actual people that they're trying to lead mm. but focus on their like what's it called growth and like promotion and all that that like asking praise for themselves yeah yeah basically literally like praising mm. them you know I'm the best and all that but it's not it's not that like first of all before you even step on there you need to humble yourself like go like zero you know You know, mm. our God, he's the mighty bro. Like he's so big, it's crazy, right? Um yeah. but you know Jesus, right? He lived like normal. He 
he's mm. so humble he just lived like ordinary but he's the leader end of the day because he served right he served us yep. right you know he um yeah he's good right we need to be like <laughs> the way yeah. he led yeah. people we need to be like that we need to be humble for that and when you're up there all your pride and all that whatever like whatever post on in your like career life and what not that's mm. nothing you need to show mm. as a leader that you know when when you are like teaching them or you're leading them into worship like you need you need to set an example that you know yeah. you're not there to praise any people you're not there to you know have fun you know you're in yeah. the presence of god and we're there for one reason and we're there to worship him you know because yeah. each and every single day that you know you're alive and all these things you have is only because of god right and he mm-hmm. needs to get it out there that you know we should praise you know our living god you know nothing else there's nothing yeah you know before him or after him it's just him that's it yeah. facts, that's facts, what we need yeah. to be trying to teach the people as a leader yeah. yeah yeah and you know just like how the bible says like jesus he didn't come to be served but to serve you know yeah yeah and that's that's what we need to like you said that's what we need to do he is the biggest example that we have yeah, you yeah. know on how how a person should lead a church how a person should lead a group of people who just want to know Christ you know and i feel like yeah like you said like a lot of people kind of just ask praise but don't really look at the bigger picture of you know god and all of that so yeah forget the main reason like why you there yeah they kind of just do forget main reason and i want to pick on a point that alan said like you know the bible is the truth and we shouldn't shift from it at all like we shouldn't budge a single bit no not to the left not to the right yeah you know and i feel like nowadays because of the constant pressure from the people outside churches are kind of shifting church churches are budging a bit right to occupy those type of like um i would say uh thoughts and ideas ideologies in like the church mm. to involve those type of things so that those type of people come into the church but it's not about getting the people into church it's about spreading the right message then the people come by themselves yeah right you know and um there's a lot of cases nowadays where um a lot of leaders a lot of pastors are just like teaching the complete wrong reasons and kind of giving their own thought on the bible yeah right um there was there was this one video i saw where the pastor straight out said that i don't believe in the bible because it's written by man so i was just like <laughs> Okay so what are you what are you here for why are you the pastor of a church right and you know and then there's a lot of other things like addressing god as mother and stuff it's just mad you know it's a bit <laughs> yeah. crazy it's a bit crazy right so yeah you just got to keep a fact straight and the truth is in the, the truth is in the bible so yeah, you man. just got to speak that that was facts man yeah. can't change that facts is facts can't change can't change facts is facts man can't change that facts is facts it's just too true in it to be like fake so it's true so just believe it exactly <laughs> exactly i i heard i heard somewhere that like um people saying like you know the bible's fake and all that but like if the bible isn't the truth why does it talk 
against everything a human wants to do you know mm. like it's literally against everything yeah every, every type of sin in the world you know you can just name every single one and it talks against every single one but nowadays we have a lot of things that normalize it that normalize all of those like sin sinful acts sinful behaviors and you know the songs and movies and what not about it and people just kind of you know believe in it that's that's their religion basically i think one last thing i'd like to add like in terms of leaders is just like pratham said like setting an example mm i feel when you're when you're up there when you're telling something when you're teaching something it's really important that you do it yourself as well mm. like practice yeah. practicing before you preach like if you go if you go out there for example saying oh yeah you should you should give to god but then you do you know you're like you're not the least it. generous person in the world but <laughs> <laughs> but so i think yeah basically yeah but yeah, i feel like yeah. it's really important because like these people these new the younger generation they're looking at you and so mm. and so therefore you got to continuously continuously being living that life led by god and so they are inspired by that to to truly also live that life because you know how i imagine it is just like people will before they know god they're going to know you mm. you know they're going to anchor on you can say to you yeah and then and then in these tough situations you know when you're there for them when you're when you're being setting that example as a child of god always being with them loving them so much even in their toughest bits eventually they're going to be like wait who's the person who anchors you who's the one that sustains you who's mm. the one that tells you that you're loved who's the yeah. one that takes care of you and they themselves are going to find that anchor through you yeah. and i feel that yeah. can only happen when you set that example yourself yeah mm. yeah 100% i very believe in true, that very true you you got to be like you know like we've talked about it many times like you sometimes are the bible to certain people so you have to set the examples first before they actually you know come into you know um christianity and all of that stuff so that's a good point i like that yeah and to kind of talk about you know the second part of this question you know it talks about the changing needs and spiritual hunger of the younger generation there's a lot of spirituality in the younger generation these days but it's like scattered in so many directions that i can't even name you know we 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 talked about new age spirituality one time and we talked about how many things there are that kind of affect your spirituality because you you might be like you make up sometimes you make up your own god sometimes you're following this fake god sometimes you know you go into these like um like tarot cards and crystals and that's like that's the crazy side of it <laughs> Jeez, bro, in my it, opinion I found out about that like last year from like, what yeah 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 so the way to kind of address that kind of side of like spirituality i feel like um a lot of, i feel like churches need to target the younger generation a lot more and keep keep like sermons that are more like would you say like addressing towards them a bit more than just the general aspect of people that are there because we are losing a lot of like younger generation like we are part of it 
but we are blessed to be where we are right now. But, you know, you see outside, you see on social media and whatnot, we are losing so many kids, so many younger people that are like just lost in this whirlpool of like drugs, sex and whatnot and like different kind of spirituality that is just not like, you know, holy at all and is completely leading them on a different path, which is just the acts of the enemy you know and i feel like i think i think i had a i had a conversation with someone about how like even our church i I would like to point that out as well need to focus a a lot more on the youth as well and Mm -hmm. um i believe that for like every other church as well because the youth are the ones that are going to be going forward you know the youth are the ones that are going to be on that podium speaking the word of god and if we don't target them now and if we don't like preach the message like how they see the world, then yeah, we're just not gonna get anywhere with them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's, it's us younger generation that are also gonna be there in the end times. Like to be yeah. honest, we're in the end times, but like especially like it's it's so crazy because I'm also I'm also like going through the book of Revelations right now. Mm. and the events that occur like post rapture of course like sorry not post well post and like before rapture especially it's like the bible literally says there must be a massive falling away from god before yeah this. yeah like and we're seeing that today we're definitely seeing that and with the younger generation i bet there's so many people out there literally confused maybe doubting like is the bible true or is it this or is it that and we really just got to pray that you know like that we remain that we stick yeah. with this truth that because there's so many things out there that'll just try and hinder it like the enemy's so smart with it mm. but then we've always just got to stand firm in prayer and just especially the leaders as well like just to be there with them to help them and not to like i feel many of the issues that we face as younger younger people we struggle to get them out in church sometimes yeah like like we struggle to talk about these like talk about these things and the views yeah that's yeah and that i feel that's what we have to do like that we can't be afraid to talk about it either to bring it to light because the enemy wants to keep that all in the dark mm. and and this is like the time you know when you're like in the, in the ages from like you know say teenager like from say 12 13 up until you're like 22, 25 even, you're in that stage of being consumed by the world because there's so much wrong around you, in your phone, people that you know, that you just kind of get lost in it. And that that is the age gap, the age group that we need to be like trying to like pull back into, you know, the, the light. But mm, yeah, it just cool. we gotta work out a way to like kind of figure that out a bit more. Nice. Yeah, that was very very good um discussion on the questions. Um, mm. you know, we talked a lot about you know the as a leader obviously and like how we need to kind of guide the younger generation. Yeah. Because yeah, like it's very like nowadays it's just it's very hard. Like obviously, Definitely. it's literally everywhere. Like sin is everywhere and stuff. Definitely. And it's appealing as well. That's the, that's even more crazy, like to people. But mm. um, yeah. 
um let's move on to the last question so last question is um what are the elements that should remain unchanged in the future of like churches that's like mm. regardless of like what's going on like nowadays compared to back then yeah i mean we kind of like talked about it technically yeah, yeah. like just not budging like alan you said like not budging not shifting yeah, yeah, you know? like the bible's like it set it set out a path for us mm. god set a path out for us and um obviously like over the time things do change you know like back in the day like you didn't have light bulbs now you have like leds and stuff mm. um things like that's going to change but the things what god set out for us is like you know don't change your ways just because like the age you're in is advanced and stuff like that the way you love god you know as someone that loved god back in the day you know someone that living in this day you know that shouldn't change that's something that should the way you like worship him of course mm-hmm. like now we have like like electronics and stuff like that's like that's like physical way of you know like expressing your love to god but um yeah there's there's so many things it's like you, there's some things that you just shouldn't be changed just because yeah. we're like, living in like a newer generation and stuff but yeah yeah i mean like how matthew says in matthew 24 verse 35 heaven and earth will pass away but my word will never pass away you know this is jesus talking to his people and mm. that's just straight facts like it hasn't changed for this many years it's been like over a thousand years or so right and it will just never go it would never pass away it would never like change it would never shift and it shouldn't and it shouldn't because we we have no right over those words you know what i mean like we are not the people that have that's written those words we are not the people that have said what god said god has said what god has said and we shouldn't we have no right to like go ahead and change that or skip over passages like you said alan and we shouldn't pick and choose what we want to like learn out of the bible i know there's a lot of people who are running a sinful life and they are also christians but you're just like okay but like what about this what about this section about the bible when it talks about your sins and then they're just like oh yeah but i don't really want to look at that but i still you know i'm still loving jesus but it doesn't work that way <laughs> it just doesn't like two things like you know what i mean like just yeah fire and fire it doesn't yeah. match just more fire yeah it's like it's like what you call it i feel just like you said like the bible the bible is pro- is one of the oldest if not the oldest book like like that has been made you can say it's because it's mm. like countless accounts been put together into this book which is completely inspired by god and and i get this question a lot like especially from uh, yeah, uh, especially in school like oh but hasn't the bible changed over all these years and i think about that question and i'm like okay i guess the translations have done and have done crazy things like some words have been changed to make it easier for us to understand what that actually means like for example the 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 number 666 i was looking at like in the king james version they'll put it like 64th um 66 and another 6 but then in the in the niv version it'll just put 666 for example yeah 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 like oh this that's just a little example it's just like what i'm trying to say is that 
certain words have been changed but you got to understand the doctrine the concepts it's a it's a consistent book mm. it's mm. like it's like and you got to understand if we're living in the end times do you really think god's going to allow no matter how many attacks on the bible come no matter how many people try and change the bible do you really think god's going to let that happen this right here like, like I, bro i have this argument in my own head as well right that when anybody says that oh the bible's been changed as many times by was done this by was done that i'm just like yeah but would god allow it it's his book yeah. No matter how many years go by, brother's not going to be like, you know what? Yeah, go ahead, go change that bill. Like, no, it's not, man. Yeah. But I feel at the, at the same time like the the versions of the Bible that are coming out lately, oh my god. Oh no, the late Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like I feel I feel that's something like the best I would say, the best like you have is the King James and possibly the NIV. But mm. like King if that's the thing, even with the NIV I've seen verses be, been taken out. So therefore it's always good to come far back with the King James just to like you yeah. know let's make sure that is there but yeah like just so, just as you said um the verse you said as well like heaven and earth won't pass away but my words can't like god won't allow that to happen mm, like exactly he he needs his people especially in these end times to know what's going to happen to know 100% to know what to do so he won't allow that yeah i mean the future of the church is realistically in our hands you know yeah like, 100% yeah we we, we yeah yeah like we are the people that are going to carry it on and if we're lacking then you know what i mean like there's no hope for it but there's always hope because god always prevails yeah yeah like many many other plans of people but you know god's will always prevails yeah like exactly that's the thing if you if you're not willing to do it he'll always find someone don't worry about mm. that but yeah, that's the thing it's like you you like you got to be that vessel for god you got to be willing yeah. to you know be mm-hmm. like god use me mm-hmm. i want to i want to be there to stand for you every, every, mm. every step of the way yeah. yeah like i just find that concept so amazing like god has chosen you do you know what i mean like he had yeah. out of the yeah. out of the millions billions of people he has seen you like that concept is just like it blows my mind sometimes it sometimes gets me so emotional to know that god has chosen me to do something in in this life of mine not yeah. just for myself but like crazy amounts of people that i didn't even think about mm. ever yeah well, that was yeah. that was that's good man that was good that was Top, nice topics, one, actually. To, the topics is like very broad but i think the points we touched up upon were like like on the spot i think like Mm. like each question like we talked about i think we had a good discussion about you know how each of them are like are different and how we need to be like and stuff but yeah no it's really good but um yes yes i think i think next that. time we can definitely look at the improvements that need to be done in the church yeah yeah 100% i think that's a good uh like episode to do because as mm. there definitely is needs to be a lot of improvement um yeah. especially nowadays but yeah nice yes, that's a that's a wrap up then that's a wrap <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's good but um before you know we we you know cut off i'm just going to give it to um alan to do the prayer okay all right lads okay not that okay, sorry <laughs> uh, all right all right guys <laughs> let's let's just pray 
Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this wonderful time that you blessed with. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us this wonderful opportunity, Father God, to come to your presence and talk about your word, to talk about you, Father God. Father God, as we discussed today, Lord God, we are the chosen people. We are your kingdom people, Father God. And Lord God, in this world which is constantly diverting towards the wrong things, Father God, help us to stand out. Help us to be that light in the midst of darkness, Father God. And Lord God, help us to shine and stand for you, Father God. Help us not to be affected as a church, Lord God, as a younger generation by what people people say and what people do, Father God. But help us to focus on you, Lord God. Focus on your still voice, Lord God. Holy Spirit, I want us, I want you to give each one of us, Lord God, whether that be in this podcast, along with all the listeners and in fact all the people in this world, Father God, that you give us the strength, Lord God, and that courage to speak out for you, Lord God to talk about you, to love you, Lord God, not just on a personal scale, but Lord God, declare it to the world who we are in you, Lord God. And Father God, we surrender our lives, Lord God. Oh, Father God, help us to be your vessels. Help us to be an extension of your hands and feet upon this earth, Lord God. We surrender. Let your will be done through our lives. Shine on us, O Lord, that we may reflect your light. In your name I pray this prayer. Amen. 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 So, as I'm the host today, I'll do the, you know, (laughs) the plug right so as you know we are available on all platforms platforms Platforms. um but yeah on tiktok you know when it's um was it pink red i don't know (laughs) when you click it it goes it goes white that means you have followed make sure to put the notification Mm. on same as spotify apple and the rest yep 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 when you click that follow button you will be notified this this actually shows how many like platforms like he's going, he knows how to follow about <laughs> Yeah, man. Of he's course. designed, um, does he? But yeah, no, no. <laughs> but for the listeners, you know, I know that things to talk about can be really something that someone needs at the moment, you know. Mm. And um, yeah, like I believe that you'll be blessed listening to this and make sure to follow all the platforms because I know you won't be disappointed. Amen. Yes, of course. Whatever we talk about is our opinion, and in our group we talk about. But do your own research. Read the Bible. Yes, read your Bible. That's where the truth is, as we as we talked about in this. Read the Bible. That thing is hundred percent true. Mm. Make sure to find the right version as well. You know, like Alan said, King James and NIV. You know, just you know, bounce off each other. Um, but yes, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. And I guess we will see See you next time. time. Bye. See you guys.